Hello, and welcome to Hear the Howl, the new podcast of the NC State Alumni Association. This is a new project that we're launching so we can go deeper into some of the stories that usually appear on the pages of NC State Magazine. We hope to offer you a little more on those stories by taking you behind the scenes, letting you hear a subject being interviewed, or just telling a story in a different way. The magazine comes out four times a year, and it's our plan that we'll release a couple of these podcasts to coincide with each drop of the magazine. My name is Chris Saunders, and I'm associate editor of NC State Magazine. I'm excited to be telling some of these stories on the podcast. And I should mention that this first episode uh, is being released about the same time as our winter issue, which just dropped last month. And that issue actually features a redesign of NC State Magazine, and it's the first redesign that's happened to the magazine in a decade. So please check out the new look. Episode 1, Ready to Get Started. In the winter issue of NC State Magazine, we took a dive into the numbers of the freshman class that began at NC State last fall by getting some of the data from the Office of Undergraduate Admissions. And we thought it would be interesting to compare some of those numbers with those of the first freshman class that started attending the North Carolina College of Agriculture and Mechanic Arts way back in October of 1889. So for starters, last fall, 4,725 freshmen began their collegiate lives as Wolfpackers. That fall, 129 years ago, at A&M, as it was referred to back then, students would have viewed that figure as staggering, representing something maybe even like a metropolis, especially considering that that class was about 1% of the size of today's class. In the fall of 1889, 52 students showed up on campus in Raleigh. Most of us probably had more students than that show up in our introductory biology class we took as freshmen. The class would eventually grow to 72 members that first year, and together these men took a chance on a campus composed of only 66 acres, one building, one outhouse, and you can't forget an old mule. When you look at a gender breakdown of the 2017 class, it's basically even Stevens, right at 50-50. 48% female, 50% male. And there's no great spoiler about that first class. They were all male, 100%. But where that first class did vary was the ages of the young men who came on campus. Some of the members of that first class were men well into their 20s, wearing full mustaches, gunslinger thick. Others were boys as young as 14 who could only dream of sprouting their first whisker. Of the almost 4,800 freshmen who arrived on campus last fall, 766 come from outside of North Carolina. They come from 41 states and 43 countries. In 1889, there was one lone out-of-state student in those 72 freshmen, and even he came from Sumter County, South Carolina, and when you look at a map, that's only about 200 miles from Raleigh. So even in the late 19th century, A&M students enjoyed the fruits of in-state tuition. And speaking of costs, the catalog from 1890 has an itemized list of what an 1889 education did to the wallet. So each 10-month period was referred to as a session back in 1889, and tuition for that session was $20. Room and board ran those men $8 a month, so there's $80. They paid $0.75 a month for laundry, so there's $7.50. And then they paid $12.50 for what were considered essential supplies back in those days. That was uh, uh, books, stationery, fuel, lights, and medical treatment. So all told, those guys went to college for roughly $130. And today, that amount probably wouldn't even cover the first semester worth of textbooks. (music) 
514 of today's NC State freshmen are first-generation college students. They, along with other members of the class, scored an average of 1308 on their SATs. And believe it or not, standardized tests are not just some contemporary concept in higher education. There were, in fact, tests back in 1889, and I must admit they sound a bit more harrowing than the bubbled number two lead patterns that students fashion with their answers today. On July 5th and August 23rd of that year, applicants reported to their respective county superintendents of education. And there they had to take an exam of written questions, which had been prepared by A&M's president and administrators. The boards of education then collected those answers, returned them to the college where the faculty graded them. In addition to those tests, there were other mandatory requirements set forth on page 39 of the 1890 catalog. And I'm reading here. Applicants must be at least 14 years of age, must furnish evidence of good moral character and physical development, must be able to read and write ordinary English intelligently, and must be familiar with simple arithmetic, including the practical rules of the same through fractions, and have a fair knowledge of geography and state history. Once on campus, students were expected, and I'm quoting here, at all times to demean themselves in a quiet, gentlemanly manner. So it's a good thing that Van Halen didn't come along for another hundred years. And the administrators demanded quote, order and family decorum throughout the college. Translation, no toga parties in 1889. So five years ago, I wrote an article for NC State Magazine, and it was about that first freshman class, and it served as kind of a nod to the university's 125th anniversary. On the opening page of that, uh, of that magazine spread, there's an iconic picture from NC State's history. It features 40 members of that first class and one instructor, and they're all standing together on the steps of what is now Holiday Hall. One aspect uh, that is striking uh, about that picture is the homogeneous makeup uh, of what you see. Every student lined up on those steps is a white male, and it's something that makes one appreciate just how diverse NC State has become. It also makes you think about how much campus has grown. Here they were on the lone building on campus back in 1889, and here I am today recording this podcast in Hunt Library over on Centennial Campus. What also captures my imagination about that picture is that every one of those young men committed themselves to a leap of faith. They had no idea what the North Carolina College of Agriculture and Mechanic Arts would become, what it might offer them, and where they might end up because of it. They had no idea, for instance, that in four years' time they would write senior theses on such things as seedlings, lime and its relation to agriculture, the design of a 30-horsepower boiler, and the water supply of the city of Raleigh. And despite not knowing, each one of them looks like he holds in his eyes a look of solemn determination. When I wrote that story, I talked to the grandson of one of those men, five years ago, and even now, his interpretation of that picture and what those men might have been thinking stays with me. I've looked at this picture a lot of times, and I've always had that same question, he told me. I wouldn't say it's fear or hope. My interpretation of that picture is that they all look kind of serious, like they're ready to go into some unknown adventure. It's kind of like, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm ready to get started.
We thank you for listening today to our first episode of the Hear the How podcast. This episode was produced by Morgan Holcomb, who handles uh, social media for the Alumni Association. We'd like to also thank the Office of Undergraduate Admissions for providing the statistics about the 2017 freshman class. Be sure to get stories like this and more on the pages of NC State Magazine by becoming a member of the NC State Alumni Association. And we look forward to you joining us for our next episode of Hear the Howl.